This is Up for Debate, episode number 264, recorded October 12th, 2023. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Up for Debate, the debate podcast for the two hosts agree on everything. I'm Sean Jennings, joined as always by a man whose name is Matt Mariani. Please welcome Matt Mariani. Hello, Matt. Sean, Gardner Minscrew. I knew I'd find it. Uh, see, you're right there. <laughs> I knew he's I'd... known for making mistakes, so it's perfect. Gardner Minscrew, um, Jimmy Screwopolo. No, I like I like Minscrew. Um, I finally found it. I I was talking to Sean off mic about uh, his his company. He works for a screw company. Well, they they make where they make screws, and I said that in his in his company fantasy football league he needs to he needs to enforce a rule that everybody's uh team name has to be a pun on screws double the points if it is both a pun on screws and a pun on an nfl player or team and i found it i I said i knew i knew the player was out there and i just had to open up my my own yahoo fantasy app and who do i see but Gardner, you Gardner Minshew on your team? Gardner Minshew. No, he's on he's on oh, waivers. Oh. Oh. <laughs> he's on waivers. Okay, I was worried. I'm like, I, that's your starting quarterback. I honestly, I was I was looking for a replacement because my starting quarterbacks are not that good. I have Trevor Lawrence and I have Matt Stafford, who are good. They're competent. Uh, but I, they're not. I also have Trevor amazing. Lawrence, who's who's been a bum, and uh, CJ Stroud. So yeah, I'm, so I'm you know, so CJ Stroud, I just missed out on. Somebody else in my league scooped him up right before I had they eyes on him. Bad. But and, so uh, I, Lawrence is going to have a really good week this week. This is the week to play Lawrence. Stafford um, was my backup. My, my this is the good. Yeah, this would be a, he's playing in Indy. So I think yeah, he's they're going up a lot week. of points. He's he played well in London. Um, but man, we're not here to talk about fantasy football. Uh, not. Unfortunately, though, we certainly could do that. Um, <laughs> that that's a, a, an option we will threaten on the listeners. Indeed, uh, but it's always there. Instead, Matt, we're actually technically revisiting a topic uh, that we've talked about before. Do you remember the last time on the show we talked about sandwiches? Uh, I do. Unfortunately, I do. Um, do you know how long ago it was? It's, this is going to frighten me because I it, it, because of the pandemic, everything is a lot longer ago than I th- seem to think it was, and because uh, of time dilation, uh, I I want to say was it like 2019? Was it like four? Was that already like four years ago? Matt, somehow, shockingly, it was almost exactly seven years ago. Oh my god! September 30th, 2016, episode number 61, titled "Between Two Slices." <laughs> oh wow. We're old, uh, Sean. We're uh, old. Which we talked about what is a sandwich, what are popular sandwiches, could we invent some sandwiches? I, I guess it was a good episode. I remember literally nothing about it. Um, but we are back this week, Matt, because it's not just enough to talk about sandwiches. We have to definitively give our opinions on them. And considering how badly we blew the soup and salad bracket... Uh, We're going to put brackets aside, and tonight we're going to do a format for the first time on the show that I think may work better. We're going to tier rank them from an S uh, all the way down to a D tier. Do you Mm -hmm. think that'll work better for us, Matt? Uh, Yeah, I think I'm certainly willing to try. Certainly willing to, to to give it a shot. I love that can-do attitude. Yeah. Um, 
let me see here. Do you have any sandwich-related thoughts before we dive right in? Um, the only sandwich-related thought I can think of right now uh, is... Is that I I was trying to think back to the, like the very first sandwich I've ever had, and very sadly, I think it might have been a McDonald's like cheeseburger. That might have been the very first sandwich that I ever ever ate. How would you the first, remember that? It was because Sean fame like uh, I was told that was apparently the first solid food that I ever consumed. That explains so much. <laughs> I, I knew you that were going to say that. Makes I know I always. But do it that. does, doesn't uh, it? Make a lot of sense. It yeah. it does. It, it does. does. It makes why a you're whole so lot smart and successful. Um, no, it's uh, just right. Yeah, that's McDonald's. interesting. Yeah, um, I don't know what 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 are your sandwich thoughts? Sandwiches are good. Um, and that's <laughs> that's pretty much it. I don't spend much time thinking about sandwiches. You know, to be totally universally. Like universally speaking, we talk a lot about like, oh, how could you not like this? How could you like – I don't think I've ever met – and this is not hyperbole. I don't think I've ever met a single person out there who was anti-sandwiches ever. And from across cultures, across religions, I think the thing that unites us is sandwiches. Yeah, but I also think the definition of a sandwich is so loose – it is. That would be that would be like saying I'm against animals, Ooh, and it's like yeah. nobody's against all animals because there's so many of them and they're so different. A lot of know? options. That's that's a tough one. I mean, you can make a. I, there are sandwiches that don't even have bread, or you know, that are just so far off. But Matt, this uh, I'm going to share my screen here so you can see what mm-hmm. we'll be working with, and the folks watching Mr. the Sean? version on YouTube are going to be able to see it as well. Uh. And Matt, this is a list of 40 sandwiches from a book entitled The Encyclopedia of Sandwiches. And this Ooh. is what they consider to be 40 standard types of sandwich. I'm going to just very quickly read all 40 um, for those listening. And then we're going to go through and rank all of these. There's the bacon, egg, and cheese, grilled cheese, pulled pork, banh mi, BLT, Italian sub, Thanksgiving sandwich, lobster roll, turkey club, tuna melt, Fried chicken, cheesesteak, Cubano, meatball sub, croquette monsieur, croquette madame, Reuben, gyro, po' boy, caprese, patty melt, egg salad, French dip, PB&J, torta, roast beef, jamon beurre, uh, tonkasu, Monte Cristo, ham and cheese, bagel with lox, that's not a sandwich, falafel pita, chicken salad, veggie and hummus, bologna, Italian beef, Kentucky hot brown, Bocadillo, liverwurst, and cucumber tea. Ooh. That is quite a mouthful. And an odd mix. A lot of variety. Yeah. Let me full screen this. So um, where do you begin? Uh yeah, are any any jumping out at you or you want to just start at one? I think we yeah, let's through? just go, let's just go like in, in the order. Let's just do let's just All take right. them down in order. Uh we've got some nice pictures here for those of you at home. We'll try to uh, give our best descriptions. I, I like, are these all like AI generated or what are these, where are these pictures coming no, from? There's actually, these are from a book entitled the encyclopedia of sandwiches, I believe. Mm. And I okay. think there's a poster you can get that have all of these pictures on them. All right. So how does this work? We're going to, we're going to debate so, where the sandwich belongs and 
Yeah, so um, our tiers are S being the best, then A, B, C, D being the worst. And we're okay. literally just going to place them in tiers, and we'll, we'll have a debate about each, starting with Matt, bacon, egg, and cheese, the classic uh, breakfast sandwich. Um, would, any early thoughts as to where this might rank? Bacon, egg, and cheese, uh, my opinion, and this may not be uh, the best. Jumping out right now, I would say B. And we have so many sandwiches here, I was just kind of kind of going through um, like really quickly. But I think B is where I would put it. Right, might not be everybody's favorite ranking. Some people would probably put it up higher, but I there's uh, to me there's better alternatives to bacon. Uh, I live in the great state of New Jersey where you can get pork roll far better than bacon. I don't care what anybody uh-huh. says. I'll fight you. It's um it's better than bacon. Canadian bacon is even better than regular bacon. I think bacon personally is a very overrated uh, food. I like bacon. It's fine. It's it's good. It's not. The best. So B. B, I think, is where I it belongs. Totally, totally agree. Bacon is aggressively overrated. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like this egg and cheese sort of style of sandwich, but I think B is right. And by the way, we can always switch these around later. So well, I'm totally good with it being in B. What do you think about grilled cheese? Nothing beats a, a cheese gr- sandwich. A nice grilled cheese. It's a little a little on the boring side, but it's always been there for me. Um, and I don't want to, I, you know, I don't really want to disrespect. I've had some fond memories of grilled cheeses. They can be dressed up nicely um, and, and, and made and kind of like enhanced better. But then again, I really feel like a true grilled cheese really benefits from like a tomato soup next to it. I don't know. I'll let you have this ranking, Sean. Where do you think it belongs? I, I like a grilled cheese too, but I agree that you have to doctor it up. Cheese on bread is not going to do much for me. I pro- It's a B or C for me. I don't think it goes any higher or lower. Mm. Yeah, why don't we? Um, why don't we? Why don't we plop it in the C tier for now? Right. Uh, and we can always move it up potentially if needed. Now, How about, about a pulled, a pork? pulled pork? Got to get your uh, coleslaw on there, some barbecue sauce. What do you think? Um, pulled pork is always interesting because it's it's one that a lot can go wrong with a pulled pork sandwich. It could be too messy. It could be too little pork. It could be like the pork could be dry. I've had some really good pork, pulled pork sandwiches. I've also had some really, really bad pulled pork sandwiches in my lifetime. Um, and I think I've probably had more bad than good. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I would plop pulled pork and for me, I would probably drop it in like the C tier range. I think. Wow. Personally. Wow. Yeah. Well, what do you think? That's, that's- that's a good question, though, is how are we ranking these? What's the criteria? Yeah, yeah what's the criteria? For me going in, I was thinking, what is the – where does the perfect version of the sandwich rank? Like, I get all of these sandwiches. I'm sure there's good and bad versions of. Okay. I, I like that. I like that. We're, 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 we're imagining the ideal. The ideal pulled pork yes. sandwich. Okay. Yes. Now I get it. I like it. All right. So in that case, I would bump it up to a B. Um. I don't I don't I've never had a pulled pork sandwich that has as elevated beyond that level unfortunately like to get to the A or the S tier 
always like the even the I'm thinking about the very best pulled pork sandwich I ha- I've ever had. Yeah, and it's uh it's good, but it it there's got to be some some kind of something wrong with it. It's either too messy, it's too sweet, not enough pork. There's always the bread is off. I've never had an ideal pulled pork sandwich. I would probably give it a B. And it's kind of one yeah. note, right? Because just you just kind of and coleslaw is really it's not an not a very acceptable condiment. It's kind of makes it even more of a mess. The thing is just a very big mess. You can't eat this and then go on a nice date. Well, I think, Matt, you've actually – going into this, I would have S or A'd it. Like I love pulled pork. Um, when it's very good, it's very good. But as you talked about it, you're right. It never is quite as good as The Promise. And the other thing is pulled pork. I don't know if even a sandwich is the best way to eat pulled pork. Um, cause pulled pork just on its own is very good. You don't necessarily need the sandwich. Uh, and in a sandwich ranking, um, I agree. I don't, I think B is, is where it should be. All right. What about, what about Bon Me? Bon Me. Um, I think in my opinion, Sean, we've got our very first A rank of a sandwich. Um, something I always always value in a sandwich and highly to me it matters it matters probably the like more than anything else the quality of the bread um quality of the bread is huge for a sandwich banh mi always made with fresh french bread um and french bread is amazing it's one of if not the best types of bread out there uh the banh mi is always well ba- well balanced sandwich. The meat doesn't like overstay. It's welcome, and the herbs and vegetables go like pair perfectly with it. I love banh mi. Banh mi is a great sandwich. I'm gonna give it an A. Only yeah, reason I, I would not uh, only reason I can't I can't bump it up to an S is I don't think I've I don't think I've eaten enough banh mi in my a life. Um, to d- do a service of like determining what the best banh mi sandwich is so what do you think yeah i think they're uh, in the category of like international sandwiches i think there are other ones in here i think are better so i think an a makes sense the, the cool thing about a banh mi is nobody makes a bad banh mi because very few people make them mm. you know I, you can go anywhere and get a pulled pork sandwich i can make one at home if i wanted to like it's not hard so Bon Me is a pretty good A sandwich. Like it's always pretty good. So I will agree with you there. Um, what about a BLT, Matt? Your classic bacon, lettuce, and tomato. You know, uh, my mom would make these a lot as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, they're nice. They're quick. I always used to complain a lot when she would make them because I I'd always – I never was really excited by the the prospect of a BLT, and and even as a kid, I always kind of thought bacon was a little overrated. But now, as an adult, it's I appreciate the versatility and the and the um, uh, the amount of money you can save when you eat BLTs. Like uh, it's it's a pretty pretty cheap, pretty accessible sandwich. Um, all I would say is maybe just substitute the B out for a PR pork roll. Pork roll, lettuce and cheese, I think is better sandwich. The bacon, bacon, lettuce, tomato is is nice. It's it's okay in a pinch, uh, especially with the right like mayo or, or sauces on it. 
Uh, I'd probably give it, I'd probably put it in a B. If I put pulled pork as a B, I'd probably say BLT belongs as like a B. I could, I could possibly be, I could be, I could be convinced to lower it to a C though. I'm kind of halfway between a B and a C. BLT is a bad sandwich. It's a, it's a bad sandwich. It's barely a sandwich. Um, (laughs) Where we just spent a bunch of time saying how bacon is overrated. Yeah, and a sandwich without the bacon is just lettuce and tomato. And you know what? The like it's between two like it's between two pieces of toast. If the if you up the bread game a little bit on it, and didn't just go for just like regular white bread toast, I think you could elevate the game a little bit. But at the same time, it always it always felt like it was missing something, right? Yeah, it was always one ingredient short. Like you need a real meat. Like bacon is not a real meat. Like yeah. you said, if it were a ham, lettuce, tomato. That makes a lot more sense. And by the way, there's others. I totally get the argument that this is a quote-unquote discount sandwich. Mm. A, I would challenge you, by the way. You know what a package of bacon costs at the store these days? $10. In Joe Biden's economy. Uh, well. No, but um, but I would argue <laughs> there's better discount sandwiches coming up on the list when you look at, I think, bologna I would rather have than a BLT. Um, I think a ham and cheese I'd rather have over a BLT. All right. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not gonna. I don't think I'll. Gonna I'll go, put it in I'm C. not gonna. I'm not coming to. I'm not coming to the BLT's defense. We can. We can leave it as a C. <laughs> I have strong opinions. Um, but Matt, I know. Know you're gonna rep this next one. Uh, the Italian sub. Ooh. All right. Cured meats for days. Cured meat. Uh, Sean, if it were only ten years ago, when I could, I could eat a whole one of these. Instead of today, where my my metabolism has grown weak <laughs> and feeble as an old man of thirty two, uh, I I could put these away, no problem. Today, these days, though, uh, I gotta you know watch my sodium intake, and this one is a killer for that. However, I think we're imagining a perfect world where I can eat all the stuff that I want without any consequences or repercussions i could just fill up on that sodium that sweet sweet sodium and uh for days and days so i would i would say that the italian sub has to be has to be an s-tier sandwich like uh, try to challenge me on that i man i don't think i can i mean I, i do think we're biased we're northeast guys you're a new york new jersey guy um i think it makes a lot of sense that we would like it. The thing mm. about, to me, the Italian sub is sort of that perfect deli meat sandwich. Like, there's a lot of other deli meat sandwiches here that we'll talk about. Ham and cheese is a good example. But to me, the combination on the Italian subs of multiple highly cured meats, uh, you got to do the shredded lettuce, uh, tomato, onion, uh, a mayonnaise or an oil, uh, vinegar, see, you gotta get the seasoning on it. You get a it's, great it's Italian perfect, sub. It's the perfect party sandwich. It's the perfect party sandwich. You're at a party, you're hosting a party. Absolutely. What do you get? Just get a huge uh, Italian sub to share, carve it up into pieces, and you're good to go. Absolutely. I think I think that's a, a, a no-brainer in the S tier. Mm-hmm. I agree. Now, uh, what about the Thanksgiving sandwich? Turkey, stuffing, cranberry? Gravy, um, maybe not the most common sandwich, but certainly one I think we've all had from time to time. Yeah, this is your annual sandwich. This is like 
you're going to have this once a year and it's going to be the day after or two days after Thanksgiving. You're going to put all the leftovers on it. Um, two slices of bread, the, the, the fresh maker, right. F- made famous by that episode of friends where you mm-hmm. just, you, you, you got to make sure you put that soaked that third layer, that third piece, slice of bread soaked in gravy in the middle. Um, moisture maker. That was what it was. Um, and, uh, I don't know how this can't be an S tier. I, I would say this has to be an S tier sandwich. It's, it's phenomenal. Oh it's Thanksgiving in a sandwich. Um, oh boy. well, uh, it's Thanksgiving in a sandwich, but it has to be done the right way. It has to be done with the, the like the slices of fresh turkey. Um, I don't know what what are your uh, what are your thoughts, Sean? You seem to be like hesitant well, on this. Making I this love the Thanksgiving sandwich. I do. Mm. I think it is a good. The problem is, it's barely a sandwich. It is a meal between two pieces. The the bread is like. Any sandwich where you can just ditch the bread and it's a normal meal is, to me, stretching the bounds. So for me to be like, when we're at the end of this, Matt, we're going to say, wow, the S tier. These are the preeminent sandwiches on planet Earth. And for me to put Thanksgiving there is kind of like, it's not that common. It's not universally popular. Um, I think we'll get into some other sandwiches as we go down here. I haven't even heard of some of these sandwiches we're going to talk about. Uh, I don't know what a Kentucky hot brown is. Uh, we'll find out. But to we'll me, I think out. Thanksgiving, I'm comfortable with it at an A tier. Okay. You know what? Because I also um, think it's... We can we can, we can make it an A. We can make it an A tier. It's similar to the Bon Me in a way, where it's like it's kind of specific. It's not super common. But if somebody's making it, it's probably pretty damn good. And mm-hmm. you wouldn't need it all the time. Like, to me, an S tier sandwich, you have to be like, I would eat it at the drop of a hat. I don't know if I'd say that right. on Thanksgiving. Okay. I think that's fair. Moving on to the lobster roll. Oh, the classic New England the lobster, lobster roll. Lobster roll. Right, as they uh, say in in your neck of the in, woods. Lobster. Uh, no, no, not, not my neck of the woods. They don't, <laughs> they don't say lobster in Western Mass? No, we're lobster no lobster rolls. No lobster rolls. No, not in the Harvard Yard. Um, in Harvard Yard. The, I. Uh, what do you think of lobster rolls? Uh, I think they're overrated. I really do. I think, again, it's another sandwich. Most of the time you're going to get it, and it's not going to be that good. Over great, Greatly overpriced. And I feel like the, the quality of the lobster varies so much that, to me, this is just good on paper, tough in execution. And if I'm going to a place that has a lobster roll, odds are good they have other good seafood items that I think are going to be more cost-effective and satisfying than a lobster roll. So for me, it's probably – my default is like that BC area. I don't think it gets up to A. But but what do you think? Um, I – see, the lobster roll is – it's – Personally, I would say it's one of my favorite sandwiches on this list. I I actually really like the sandwich. I I really like, I really like a good lobster roll. Question is, can I afford the a very good lobster roll? Um, It's also I would I would argue is one of the more expensive sandwiches on this list. Um, It's but it is it is good, but I think it kind of fits our it's it fits the perfect criteria for an A in my mind not an S tier. Um, it's, it's very, it, it's, it's more of a niche sandwich like the Bon Me and like the Thanksgiving. 
Um, I would, I would, but it, whereas the Thanksgiving would be like a fall winter sandwich for me. The lobster roll is very much a summer sandwich. That'd be like, I'd be on vacation at the Cape and I might be able to get like one or two. And if I go to the right place and if it's like a truck, like far away from the, the beach, <laughs> like, like but, but that's where I would be able to get a lobster roll. Part of the issue is the roll cons. Mind you, the only sandwich that comes on a hot dog roll is so they mm-hmm. don't give you much meat in it. Like if they filled an actual like hoagie roll with lobster roll filling, it would bankrupt them. Yeah. So I I feel like it's, it's kind true. of true. I don't know, Matt. I'm I'm just I, I mean maybe B, but I, listen, if you want to push it to A, I I I just thought of this. Mm-hmm. Because we're not going to agree. If we agree on all these, that's no fun. So there are going to be some where at the end of the argument, we're just not going to agree. And I think this is one of them. So, Matt, if you want to bump lobster roll up to A, that's totally fine. But I get a credit on a future sandwich where I can bump up its rating in exchange. Okay. I think that's perfectly fair. I agree. <laughs> I agree to those terms. On the fly. I agree to your sandwich terms. So lobster roll, okay. mark that as an A. We'll put it down as an A. You bet. Um, uh, moving on. Turkey club. The turkey club sucks, and so does all all club sandwiches suck. They're garbage. No trash. The trash sandwiches. They're for they're old not. people. Put it in the D. No, put it in the D. Put it in the D. No. Put it in the D. That cannot be a D. Put it in the D. Club sandwiches are trash, Sean. Sean, they're a scam. They're a scam. Oh, here's an extra. Here's an extra uh, layer of bread. So that we keep the condiments and the lettuce and all the good stuff separate from the meat. What is that? Yeah. That's not what a sandwich. Get out of here. Bacon on it. That's nonsense. That's 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 nonsense. That's baloney. No, actually, it's turkey. But <laughs> don't be a turkey and and think that you're getting a deal with this sandwich. This sandwich is garbage. It belongs in the trash. It belongs in the D ranking. Put it in the D, Sean. Get it out of my sight. Get all these club sandwiches out of my sight. Terrible, absolutely terrible. People I mean, that do listen, this, people will go and get club sandwiches at a deli, at like a at like a diner. I'm like, what are you doing? There's so many other better options than getting a club sandwich. What do you? What club are you? Are you a part of the club that? I think there was a, that was a um, that was like a a, a uh, was it um, I think I, there was like a stand up comic routine about that about like like you're part of the the the, the club that likes an extra layer of bread in your sandwiches. Mitch Hedberg. They had a routine about that, I but he also uh, he also agreed with me. He would say that the, that this club sandwich it belongs in Club D. That's the club it belongs in. Keep yeah. it in that D. Uh, so here's the thing. Let me just say my two cents. Uh, we can put it in D. I'm not going to pretend it's a great sandwich. It's not an S or an A. It's not. I agree. It's basically like boring sandwich plus. However, and at first I like a tuna club more than a turkey club, but. I just like how tall it is. It's unnecessarily stupid tall, and you can't fit the whole thing in your mouth, and that is appealing to me. So I just want to make it clear to the world, I like club sandwiches. I order club sandwiches. They're not better. Like, if you had a tuna sandwich and a tuna club right next to each other, I don't think there's that big of a difference. You just want... You just want the you just want the Scooby Doo experience when they make the well, those, when you get, oh, yeah the when really you tall go to sandwiches. A restaurant where they go nuts with the club where it's like this tall and then they cut it into like 
four and lay it on the plate. It takes up the whole goddamn plate, yeah. and there's so much you can't eat it. I find that appealing because I'm a Nonsense. gross monster. Put that so, on the yeah. Put that yeah. turkey club on the back burner. I, I put it on the D, but I'm just I made my point clear. Uh, Matt, what about a tuna melt? A tuna melt. Um, tuna salad, cheese, melty, melty. I I like we tuna. Put grilled cheese and see. We did, and this is basically just a grilled cheese with tuna, right? Yeah. Um. I feel like it would it the your your mileage with this would very much vary based on how much you like tuna. I, I I've had some really amazing tuna melts in my life at the Jersey Shore, and I got I got to give this I got to give this tuna melt a. a uh, I would I would I would give it a B personally. I don't know about you. Good tuna melt, maybe with uh, the the low key secret with tuna melt. Add golden mustard to it, golden mustard or horseradish. Oh. That is low key. It balances out the fish flavor very nicely. Mustard and tuna melt goes goes really well. I like tuna on sandwiches. I mm-hmm. order tuna sandwiches a lot, mainly because I find they're a little more consistent than a turkey or ham, which can vary wildly in cut and taste and quality. I'm just not a huge warm tuna fan. And I find tuna melts miss more than they hit in my experience. I have mm-hmm. not had one at the Jersey Shore. Did not know they were famous for that. I thought it was just gym tan and laundry. I don't, I don't think they're famous else. for it. Yeah, I don't think they're famous for it. It's just something that I (laughs) probably I just weirdly would get it a lot when we would go down there for vacations. So I spent you have to understand, I spent almost every summer of my life at the Jersey Shore on on like on like a summer, like one week, two week, like hotel, like little trip to Wildwood. So uh, that's the only place my family would go. So I've had a lot of tuna melts in my day. I'm a creature could, of habit. I could definitely see your mother. We, we got to get Maddie's tuna melt. We got to get yeah. Maddie's tuna melt. You know it. You know it. I love That's my tuna melts. You, your mother sounds like. Uh, I'm fine with it. Be. I'm fine with it. Be. It's it's fine. That's how yep. I would describe it. Fine. It's better than a BLT or a grilled cheese, which we haven't seen. So, mm-hmm. um, what about the fried chicken? Now, this has been trendy as of the last couple of years. Fried chicken is popping off. It has. Uh, it seems like everybody. Sandwich, what do you think? Everybody tries to make an answer for the Chick Fil A fried chicken. Um, I, I think it's fine these days. I can't really eat too many fried foods. I try to stay away from things that are fried when possible. And uh, I don't know. They ups- again. I'm an old man. They upset my old man metabolism. So I um, probably would drop the fried chicken in uh, for me. And I know I'm gonna maybe catch a lot of flack for this, but like a C, it's like a C tier. Oh, no. It just doesn't like. What? I don't, I, just, oh, no. I, don't I don't know. I gotta, no, stop the madness. I I stop don't. All right. You- I would because I think I would prefer just fried chicken. I would eat fried chicken, not in a sandwich. I don't know if you need the sandwich. I don't know. But again, me like ten years ago, I would probably put this in like an A. I don't know. Can it's I, hard can to, I pitch hard you on the chicken sandwich? Pitch me on it. So please do. What's great about the chicken sandwich is it's, I would argue, the only good sandwich with a chunk of meat on it. Almost every sandwich we're going to talk about is either some kind of salad or meatball or lunch meat, uh, you know, deli slice. 
But what's nice about this is this is a single hunk of meat on bread. It's hearty. It's thick. And when cooked properly, the chicken is moist. It's juicy. It's flavorful. I agree. You can eat it in non-sandwich form, but hard to eat on the go. Fried chicken on the go is greasy. It's tough to eat. Um, and I think the fact it's been so trendy indicates that the general marketplace is a fan of the fried. I think the fried chicken sandwich has really, it, again, you had asked me 10 years ago, I might agree with you, but now there's so many options. You can even make it at home. Um, I don't know. I, I just, I'm a big, I, my default, it's A, maybe even S tier for me. <laughs> All right. All right. You know what? I'll default to you here because I think the masses are with you. Uh Pop it in, pop it in one of those. A is fine. A will put it as we'll, an A we'll, tier. We'll pop it in A. Yeah, we'll pop it in A. Uh, but I got you. But now, Matt, I know this one. Oh, you're you're New Yorker. Big rivalry with Philadelphia. I know you hate those Philadelphians. But what about the cheese steak? S tier sandwich. I love the cheese steak. I've I've nothing but good things to say about cheese steak. It's fan. It's phenomenal. Um, it is uh probably. Not only would I rank this as one of my favorite sandwiches, but I would say it's one of my favorite foods of all time. Uh, and that's oh, wow. really saying something. Like it would be <clears throat> my, my, in no particular order, the cheesesteak would be up there with like sushi and pizza and like a really good bagel. I, it's just, it's, it's a great, it's a great, great thing. I, I have, I've, I've had dreams, Sean. This is not an exaggeration. I have had dreams about trying the very best cheesesteaks in the world and uh actual dreams like i would and i'll wake up like hungry for a cheesesteak no other sandwich on this list comes close in my mind to the the majesty i've been waiting to get to this one to the cheesesteak it's also so versatile um you could put provolone you could put whiz you could put uh or whiz with as they say in philly you could put uh mozzarella you could put like just just any common there's so many things you could do to it you could do onions you could do no onions you could do raw onions you could do sauteed onions you could do pickles you could do roasted peppers you could do mushrooms so much versatility in this sandwich it's amazing this Sean is God's sandwich what All do you think right. about that? Okay. okay. <laughs> what do you think about that? Okay. The you know, I let you talk long enough. I love it. I, I love the cheesesteak. I'll hear uh, none of your blasphemy. Cheesesteaks are gonna blaspheme the cheesesteak. Okay, no, listen, good. I, the th here's the thing. Am I going to call it the greatest sandwich on earth? No. Am I going to call it the, the number one out of these 40? No. Um, but a cheesesteak, to me, I'm a great, I will put it in S tier. I think it falls into the category of A, it's classic. B, it's universal. C, it's generally made well. Kind of hard to find a bad cheesesteak. At minimum, you're getting an average one. Um, there is some variety to it. Um, and it's, it is a classic sandwich style on a, on a, on bread, on a roll, um, unlike mm. some of these more exotic sandwiches. So no, I have no problem putting it in the S tier. I would just caution you to say, although I do have to ask you, Matt, actually, cause we've never talked about cheesesteaks before. What is your opinion on chicken cheesesteaks? Um, chicken cheesesteaks, uh, uh, definitely not as good as a regular cheesesteak. Not at all. Um. 
but it's not blasphemy either. It's not blasphemy. It's not a. It's not obviously. It's not a cheesesteak, right? Because it's not the steak element is not there. I don't. I don't really know what to call it. I guess that's why people default to this chicken cheesesteak. Um, but it's it's not terrible. It's not something I would go out of my way to get. I guess. Um, mm-hmm. they're okay, but they're they're not a. It's not a cheesesteak. Um, totally. Secret, the secret to cheesesteak is it's got to have good the good quality bread. Like that bread to yes. keep everything together. That's the secret. And shaved. I think sh- shaved meat. I prefer better to the chopped. I think when you get it, you chop yep. it, it gets a little tough. But nice, very thin slices is how you do a proper cheesesteak. I totally hear you, Matt. What about mm-hmm. next on our list, number thirteen here? The Cubano. Now, I have to make confession. I've never had a Cuban sandwich Ooh. in my life. Um, so you're going to – I guess I'm kind of like eliminated. You're, you're going to have to handle this one. I think this is the perfect – in my opinion, I would say it's, it's the perfect kind of an, of an A-tier sandwich if it fits our criteria. It's very similar in a lot of ways to the banh mi. You've got like, except it's got uh, the meat, a little bit more versatility with the meat because it has pork and it has ham. Uh, what really makes the Cubano pop is the 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 mustard and the pickle in it um, on the on the to- but and of course the bread. It really has a unique like a unique bread. So in a lot of ways, it is basically the banh mi. So I would say the Cubano would fit perfectly in the A tier. You've sold me. We'll have to go out and uh, get one sometime. Absolutely, absolutely. You're gonna want to. You're gonna want to do this now, Sean. I have a question. The okay. little emojis at the top of the screen. What is? Yes. What are? Are these people that are like voting on our sandwich choices? What is this? No, no. It's so. This is a website called TierMaker.com. They have a whole bunch of these pre-made ones, or you can make their your own. And these are just people who have rated this pre-made. Encyclopedia oh, okay. of Sandwiches tier ranking. Okay. Although I will say, Matt, since you mentioned it, at the end, after we've done all 40, uh, they actually save all the ones everyone has ever done and actually have like a community ranking nice. list. So we'll be able like to compare that. ourselves to the general public. All right. Oh, so the world of, so, of 2023. What's next? Uh the meatball sub. You got your meatballs, your marinella, marinara, your mozzarella. Uh, what do you think about the meatball sub? Again, it's another sandwich I like. I don't get a lot. I think it's it's another one of those stretching. Uh, why is this on a sandwich type thing? Where it's like I kind of just want the meatballs. If you just gave me like a bowl of meatballs and sauce, I would be just as happy as a meatball sub. Um, but it's not a bad sub. I mean, it's, I don't think it's a C or a D. I, I'm in that sort of BA range on this. What, what do you think? Yeah, uh, perfectly solid sandwich. Um, I think uh, it's, uh, it's, not, it's not one that I usually get often. Or as often as I as I might like, um, but it's uh, it's I mean it's they're pretty good. It's a meatball sub. What can you what can you say? What's wrong about a like a nice 
lunch pail sandwich, like a meatball sub, I would probably pop it into the maybe the B or yeah, we'll probably go with the B just because I forget about it so often. Well, and I was um, looking at what because now that we've started to fill out these tiers, we can compare them. Like I think the meatball is below all the A tiers mm-hmm. and kind of makes sense with the B tiers. So. Yeah, it's a it's a reliable. It's kind of like a, the Bs are like the old reliable kind of things, but not as boring as the C tiers, but also mm-hmm. not as um, not as unique as the A tiers. That's kind of where where I would like it. Does, it's not enough to pop as an A. I think meatball fits car- comfortably with the B. Well, then we can move on from the Italian meatball sub to the French croquette monsieur. The croque monsieur. Uh, the, uh, croque monsieur. Um, ham and cheese, gear, uh, fried. Do, do you eat a lot of these, Matt? I think I might have. I might have had one of the, one one croque monsieur in my life. The one croque monsieur for me um, was good. Uh, it's basically the secret with the croque monsieur and the croque madame, which is the croque madame, I believe is just a croque monsieur with an egg on top. Um, it is. I don't know why they're both on here. I think the secret is just that the bread is French toast. Yeah. Like they make, you make French toast and then well, you put it to ham and cheese, but with French toast bread and the croque well, madame. What's a egg. Monte Cristo? Oh, that is a good question. Uh, Oh, no, okay. Monte Cristo, I think, has turkey. I believe. No, 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 no. It's uh, it's an egg dipped. It's the same thing. It's the it is a, the the Monte Cristo is a variation of the croque monsieur. Oh. Uh, I think the croque monsieur you do make on slices of white or brown bread. Yeah. So uh-huh, not, yep, I think yep, when you yep. do it on the French toast, it becomes no, Monte Cristo. I found it. I found the se- I found the secret. The cro- the Monte Cristo has it has turkey, so so a Monte Cristo is a croque monsieur, which is ham and cheese, but also with, added with turkey. I don't know why they had to ma- give that a whole other name. It's basically it's a croque monsieur with turkey. Is a Monte Cristo, and the Monte Cristo you also serve with like powdered sugar and maple syrup, which I don't believe you do. Yeah, but you could do that. I think you could do that with a croque monsieur as well. Can you? Yeah, it's yeah. And by the way, do you um, know all these croque uh, varieties? The croque oh, senor is made with salsa. The croque Hawaiian has a slice of pineapple. The croque provincial has tomato. Croque gagne is made with andouille sausage and gouda cheese. They have a bolognese bolognese mm. version made with bolognese sauce. That could be a fun uh, cooking challenge for us. Make our own French sandwiches. Croque Norwegian. Uh, use smoked salmon instead of ham. That could be really good. These are great. These are great ideas. Um, but uh, both both sandwiches, the, the male and female sandwiches, uh, hmm. I think these are like C-tier sandwiches. I, I don't – they don't excite me. It's basically a ham and cheese, except more difficult to make, and nobody knows what they are. So I think they're a C. What do you say? Yeah, I think um, I don't. I don't, definitely don't get them enough to uh, to excite me that much. There, there. It's. I mean, it's really good in theory, but 
I'm also not the biggest fan of French toasts. It's not like my go. It never really was my like go-to thing for breakfast. Mm-hmm. I always thought it was uh, inferior to the uh, your pancake or your waffle, in my opinion. So I w- I think a C is fair. We could put them both, maybe both in a C, since they're both I the same so. essentially. <laughs> yeah, okay. I don't know why they're both on there. Yeah. Um, but Matt, we're gonna leave the French and make our way over to whatever country the Reuben sandwich comes from. New York City. Katz's Deli. New York is it's right, very known for the Reuben. place of origin, United States. Home of the Reuben. Uh, uh, the Reuben sandwich. Invented in Nebraska. Ooh. Believe it or not. Disappointing. All right. Well, what do you think of the Reuben, Sean? Matt, I've never had a Reuben. Oh, so we're, we're going to rely on my judgment okay i mean i can pretend to make an opinion on it but you're probably better off uh, leading the victory we we invoked her earlier um my mother this is happens to be her favorite sandwich she is a big fan of the reuben uh corned beef swiss cheese sauerkraut and russian dressing um although i like my rubens with mustard i don't know I'm, I'm, i'm finding out that i'm just kind of a big mustard guy i talk about it a lot but uh, you gotta have it on rye bread. Mm-hmm. I I like the sauerkraut option. This is actually I get this. This is like one of my go to deli orders if I'm feeling like a hot sandwich. A Reuben is usually the way that I would go. Um, probably probably throw it in the B tier. Okay. Yeah, I probably I'd probably B tier it. Might be a little high. It might be actually belong with the C's, but if a meatball sub can hang in the B, I would say we could we could also invite Ruben. Everybody's good friend Ruben. Uh, American Idol winner. That's Ruben right. Stuttered. Uh, Indeed. <laughs> back in the day. Now uh, let's travel over to uh, the Greek Isles, Matt, and talk about the. Now, how do you say it? Uh, that would be the, I believe the proper Greek pronunciation for this would be the G row. The, you gotta make sure it's the G, G row, G row. It's not a, it's right? not a gyro. I think it's a G row. I think they, they really it's, like it's, it when it's you pronounce the G. G row. G row. Um, yep, I think one of the like one of those slogans is like G row. I sure would, I sure want a a G row, G row, Euro sandwich is our next one. Uh, I don't know if this is why would okay controversial opinion. I don't know if this is actually a sandwich. This is more like a wrap to me, which <laughs> I don't know if that would you know I don't know if I would consider this a sandwich personally. It's good. In it's fact, messy. you can often eat them deconstructed. It's kind of like um, uh, I've had a lot of these in my life in different diners and different roadside stands in the city. I mean, Matt, messy. I have the – I believe I have the ability uh, – All right. Oh, I creating a new – okay. In, yeah. I didn't do that right. Hang on. Uh, yeah, so I've added a damn it, stop that. Yeah, just go to delete row, I think. I am adding a new category called 
not a sandwich. Would you want to put it in not the sandwich? Please do. Please do. Get it out of my okay. sight. Not a sandwich. Are there, <laughs> is sandwich. there anything else we've talked about so far that's not a sandwich? I just want to make sure. No, no. I think everything I think else they're, fits they're all the, sandwiches. The, okay. the criteria. I just think the gyro right. is more of a wrap. All right. That's fair. Uh, it's not a sandwich. Mm-hmm. I mean, Matt, let's just play devil's advocate here, though, just quickly. If we did consider it a sandwich, where would you put it? If we did put it in a sandwich, I would say um, I would. I'd probably. I would have probably put it in the C or B. I'd probably put it in the C. Yeah, I'd probably put it in the C. It's good. Um, but not definitely not my favorite. I I'm a big breads guy, and I've never had I've never had pita that's like blown me away. It's just it's usually just all right. How do you think it would taste on a sub roll? Oh, on a sub roll, I think I think it could be quite good. I like the tzatziki sauce. It's it's good stuff. I like the like the fresh veggies and stuff on there too. On a, if it were on a sub roll, I don't know why people don't do this more often. Like why don't you? Why don't we have this more often on a, on like French? I think on rye it would be great. I agree. I think you could even elevate it to like an A tier ranking in that way. Well, we have, uh, yeah, so I would say, I would say probably put it in the not a sandwich. Now, Sean, I've got a question for you. Oh, no. Um, Is it possible to save this ranking list? (laughs) Yes. Because you know what comes on in three minutes. Uh, and I'm behind, actually. i got to catch up. Uh, but yes, no, we, we, we've got to get Matt off for his old man dating reality show. Matt, this is a perfect time. Yes. We're right about halfway through. Um, yeah, I figured this is a Matt, good stopping I would point. love to come back um, and revisit this next week. Outstanding. Uh, and by the way, uh, a fun exercise, certainly. If folks out there disagree with any of our opinions – Please let us know between now and our next recording. We'd love to uh, incorporate that into the show uh, at Up for Debate TV on X or email us TV at gmail.com um, and let us know what you think. We'll pop a, pop a toothpick in this and come back to it later. Yeah, put it into goat container, put it in the fridge for yeah. next time. Uh, but thanks for being here. So on behalf of Matt, I'm Sean. We appreciate it as always. We're going to see you next time on another sandwich-tastic edition of Up for Debate. This has been a Coffee and Beer production, executive produced by Matt Mariani and Sean Jennings. To learn more, visit coffeeandbeer.tv.